grand rising and priming powerful beings shout out to you it's the holistic motivator and today i'm going to be talking about fueling your spirit through fasting fueling your spirit through fasting is understanding that a lot of times we feel we fuel our body with food but we don't realize that by not having food we open up the pathway for god to enter and use our us more right because we're often led by i gotta eat something i'm hungry i'm hungry when we're less hungry physically we're more hungry spiritually we're more hungry from a soul perspective it's like it's as if our soul hunger becomes much more when our physical hunger is tamed your body knows who's the boss when you tell it who's the boss when you're like yo i know i want to eat that but i'm still not going to do it because my relationship with the creator is actually more important than the food i'm about to put inside of me so keep tapping into this episode of ed talks daily as i talk about fueling your spirit through fasting let's go fueling your spirit through fasting go okay fueling your spirit with fasting what is that what is that all about y'all one of the major things that the creator said was i can give you bread you can eat mint bread from for the body right any man anywhere you go any restaurant you go you can eat bread for the body and bread is just saying food physical food because back then bread was one of the major things that people ate to sustain their life right in fact god dropped down bread from heaven when there was um where the tribes of Israel, okay, where his people, when after Pharaoh let his people go, and they were on their way to that milk and honey, they got bread before they got milk and honey. So bread is a, is a significant thing in the Bible, and it talks about how bread is for the body. But but the Creator said, if you get bread for your body and you don't get bread for your spirit, you cannot live by bread alone. So what what did what did this Creator mean by you cannot live by bread alone? He meant that you have to live by the bread of the Holy Spirit. You have to live by the bread of the word because in the beginning there was the word. So it's hard for us to hear the word when we're toxified. When there's toxins in our body, it's hard for us to hear the word. Sometimes it's very hard for us to just listen to our intuition when our body is toxic. Right. When we have backed up things in our colon, we have backed up food in our colon. So it's difficult for us to even hear our own voice or God's voice when there's toxins in our body this is why fast fasting is not simply about you know i'm getting my place to, i'm getting myself to a place of ketosis like the ketogen diet says um, maybe i messed that word up or i'm getting myself to a place of where i'm in autophagy right that's not all fasting is all about it's not reaching ketosis or autophagy or reaching to a point of literally where your body start renewing new cells that's great that's going to happen and that aids the spiritual process but fasting is more of a spiritual process than a physical process comment that down say fasting is more of a spiritual process than a physical process when you tame the physical you let this you, you you let your body know who's in charge because sometimes your body will try to say i'm in charge so whenever you just you're on a constant seeking of food when you know that you don't really need the food right now Okay, so fueling your spirit starts with understanding that when you don't have a lot of food in you, it's not that God is more or less present in you. It's just that you are able to hear God more. Now, somebody says, what do you mean by hear God more? Let's just say the byproduct of your stomach working and those gastric juices working in itself makes noise. The byproduct of you crunching the food makes noise. Now, we're going a little, this is an analogy here. But it's deeper than it seems, right? As your metabolic, physical systems work to digest the food that you eat, that's making up noise. And a lot of times that that's blocks you hearing what God's been telling you to do, taking directions. So here's what happened after like the first day of fasting. The first day of fasting, you start to have a little bit of craving. Like you, you're still not there yet. You, you like depends on your lifestyle. Depends on how used you are to it. You might just be like, man, I, I'm surprised I'm able to just actually still make it. And then you make it, and you're like, oh snap, I didn't even know that. And throughout the day, you might feel a little bit. That's why you got to get the teas. You got to do all of that. The first day of fasting is a little bit is the introduction. 
second day of fasting is you know at that point you feeling you're like okay i can do this your body starts to adjust but then again you're going to start to maybe you should eat something and what you're going to find out is when you hear maybe you should eat something that's not your spirit speaking this is your body tempting you and hunger sensation does not mean cell deprivation hunger sensation does not mean what somebody says malnourishment hunger sensation does not mean starvation hunger sensation does not mean starvation it just means right now your belly is saying i i'm used to getting certain food around this time like bro what happened what happened to the food that i'm used to getting right where, where's the food so your body's inquiring about your normal whereabouts so once you get out of track of your normal whereabouts your body is supposed to inquire about the food when the body inquires about food what must you do you must tell your body that i'm not fueling my body right now fueling my spirit so when your body acquired says oh what where's the food at you drink water you drink tea now you're teaching it oh i'm actually straight off the food right now i'm straight of the solid food i'm getting water and tea right now and you're training your body to readjust so by the day two is the hunger sensation that comes up remember hunger sensation put that down i want you to really put that in hunger se sensation does not mean cell deprivation hunger sensation does not mean starvation hunger sensation means that your belly is used to getting food and it's not getting it so it's asking you for it but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need the food you need the nutrients but you don't always need solid food you need the essence of the food but you don't always need the body of the food this is why we juice okay this is why we juice because we need the nutrients but we don't need the food that's why we drink herbs while fasting that's okay because we need the nutrients but we don't need the food in fact fasting hunger sensation does not mean cellular deprivation it means that when you fast your cells are actually being made better so let's write that one down my my cells are being made better through fasting so your cells are being made better now somebody says what 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 is that process this is the process of killing old cells by just not eating now so you're like okay fueling my spirit what is that all about what i was telling you about is that day two you might get hungry day three now it's not going to be just a battle of oh i can eat or cannot eat or hunger or not it may be a sodium battle your body's like man i'm used to getting this much salt in my diet i'm used to getting and now you might feel a little headache it means you're not you're not getting sodium now so now you're like how do i handle that what do i need to do to get the sodium right so i say take a little bit of lime i say make sure you have some coconut oil and drink that too that when you eat that a teaspoon of that when you feel hungry right that's still not going to break you off your fast at the same time you're going to be able to give yourself the nutrients that you need so fueling your spirit is understanding what your body is asking you for giving it to it so that way you can tend to the spirit so let's go about it so now we're going into week two of the juice feast and it's all about fueling your spirit this is when you fast this is when you juice feast and then at the same time you're not eating food but what you're doing is you're feeding your spirit so fueling your spirit means that you have to you have to double down on your connection to god while you're not eating the food good morning dorville so if you're not getting bread for the body you're getting bread for the spirit you have to be in a spiritual place more so what does that mean when you're not eating food you should be eating the word so let's write that down down for all my believers when i'm not eating food i'm eating the word when I'm not eating food, I'm praying. When I'm not eating food, I'm getting in touch with, I'm breathing, I'm meditating, I'm yogaing, I'm qigonging. I'm doing something that's going to elevate me. Right? I'm just sitting down in silence. Right? I'm doing maybe some chanting. Maybe I'm praising. Praise is actually a great practice in the middle of fueling your spirit. So if you're not getting into eating, praise the Lord, baby. Put some gospel music on. Right? It doesn't always have to be gospel. You just put some music of gratitude. Right? It can be gospel music of gratitude towards God or music of gratitude towards... It still goes towards God, but anything. Right? Gospel. Right? Praise the Lord 
in the middle of your fast. So you're not fasting just so I'm not eating. Oh, I'm not fasting just so I'm not losing weight. Oh, I'm not fasting for these reasons. I'm fasting to get closer to God. So if I'm not eating food, I got to be eating a spiritual food. Y'all hear me? So when I'm not taking in food, I need to be taking spiritual food. It doesn't always look like the Bible. It could be a book I'm reading too. It could be like literally I'm thinking of like how I can be of service. Right? I can put some questions down. One of the major things that we do as part of the fall juice feast is to write down some questions you have for God. We're going to do that tomorrow. That's a journal prop. What are some questions that you have for God? And throughout the four days or seven days of your fasting or feasting, I just want you to ask God those questions. And somebody says, what is that? Prayer. Well, prayer is not just asking God some questions, right? It's not just a demand on the kingdom that you're part of. Prayer is actually letting God answer your questions. A lot of people go pray and ask God a bunch of questions and then put their skeletons out. Oh, man, thank you, God. Let me ask you a bunch of questions. Hey, man, please forgive me for all these things I did bad. And they're like, peace, peace, peace. And God, like, I'm trying to answer you. Can you stay? Can you stay in meditation real quick? Can you not go to TikTok right quick? Right. So, in the after your in your prayer, you gotta have that 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 place where you can hear through your own thoughts, through these ideas, through these little whispers in your mind, what God is communicating back to you, through that gut feeling. So, what does that mean? It means that after you pray, don't eat. Pray and fast. Stay steadfast. So. Either way, week two feeling your spirit is going to be, I'm going to take my time with the prayer. I'm going to take my time with listening. God does not always answer to you when your eyes is closed. God answers you all the time when your eyes is right open. Right? But God, your eyes may be open, but your ears is closed. Because just because a man sees doesn't mean that they see. It just means that they can, they can perceive, but it doesn't mean that they understand. Perception is not understanding. Understanding starts from inside. So God said, I need you to be able to hear really what I'm saying. Detoxing is going to allow you to hear what God is saying. Fasting is going to allow you to hear what God is saying. This is why it's so important to fuel your spirit. And this is what fueling your spirit is all about. It's really about listening to the voice of God. How does God speak? God speaks you in shifts you should be making in your life. There are some shifts right now that you know would benefit your life, but the reason why you're not making them is actually because you're stuck in this. There's some shifts you want to make, but you're just stuck in your life. I know what you, I know what I'm talking about because I'm talking about my own life. You know, like man, there's there's more for me out here. There's you know I need to let that go so I can grow. I need to grab onto that, right? You're not you're taking the advice and you're not taking the advice. And God is like, man, I, there's all of this for you, but I need your obedience to rise up. I need you, when you hear that idea in your mind, I need you to stop doubting it. I need you to run with it. Fasting is going to develop the courage within you to say, I'm not going to just hear the idea. I'm going to run with the idea. I'm going to act on the idea. When God told me, like, it's time for you to use your gift in this fashion, I'm not going to be in fear. I'm going to develop the courage to act on it. This is what fueling your spirit is all about. Fueling your spirit is not just about clearing to hear. It's clearing to hear and obey. Clearing to hear and obey. During this, there's some habits that's going to be called upon where God's going to be like, leave that environment. Leave that habit. Leave that because I got anointing for you. I got something for you on the other side of you leaving that. Right? Once you let that thing go, I'm going to let you grab onto that thing. So how are you going to be able to grab onto that thing if you don't let that thing go? Fasting is going to help you develop the courage to let the stuff go that you've been holding on to because it makes you realize you didn't need them. Once you start pulling your own strings, you realize that why would I want to let my body pull the strings? This is what happens when you start directing your life. You start being intentional and deliberate about your, what you do. You start saying, man, I'm not hungry right now. It's too late. You start to see yourself like, bro, I don't want to be so anxious and worried and so like fidgety and angry when I don't have this. And now this thing is just it's owning my life. I can't even eat without that thing. Or I can't even be at pleasure without this thing. Every other time without this thing, I'm miserable. Fasting allows you to say that you didn't really need that thing to begin with. Okay? So fasting is a process. Fasting can be done in many increments. Right? Right now, I'm on a, tw I'm on a 16... Actually, I'm, about to, I'm still on a 24-hour fast because my last meal was, was dinner. 
what well, my bad my last meal was lunch so i'm about to have i have my paracyclase tea i saw the video i'm having some oolong tea right now without sugar so i'm still fasting so you could fast for six hours at a time you could fast for 12 hours at a time 16 hours 24 hours that's how you progress but doing those you you get some connection right and in fact that means that every day you can actually get connected to god by fasting for a specific increment of time every day but there's something that when you do it consistently staying steadfast and you literally stay for four days seven days what you do is you enhance the constant communication constant contact y'all seen there's a company who does mailing they send emails constant contact once you do it for more than six hours you do it for a day two day three day four days five you're getting constant contact to the creator constant contact to what they call the ether constant contact to what some people call universal consciousness they're all of saying what it's all saying is constant contact at a, at, at a clearest state to the creator in fact your power to break down certain chains and you might say am i breaking it or god is breaking it both is enhanced when you are fasting some of you you're dealing with some childhood things right now in this season right you're going to need the fortification not fortification fortification the fortifying you're going to need the fortifying that comes from fasting right so somebody says how hard it was to, to cut off sugar let me tell you something fasting i did a progressive fast so for the first seven days i slowly took myself off of it first of all i created a habit of not drinking all my teas with sugar and then lately i've been drinking the oolong tea with a little bit of sugar but by sugar i mean there's honey right honey is a good alternative right somebody says use agave right agave honey but honey is the go-to honey is medicinal honey has a bunch of benefits one of the ways to get off sugar is to switch it with something that's not sugar like coconut sugar right agave so and then start to not add sugar to everything you have start to not buy a bunch of fruit juices make it that you don't really buy fruit juices like that you don't go buy sodas and if you do buy ginger beer i love ginger beer you put that in your smoothie so your sugars are drinked in your smoothies and stuff like you still enjoy it but you're enjoying it or you stay away from high fructose corn syrup you start making little shifts or you, you start not having coffee in the rising so now you're having mushroom coffee so now you don't feel the need to put a bunch of sugar in it you just start making a little alternative so how i got myself off your sugar at least for this detox is simple every day i got myself off of something little by little little by little little by little little by little and eventually I build up my discipline muscle. Discipline is built by cons consistently making shifts that's gonna be better for you. So you make one shift, You're like, oh, I can do that. You make another shift, oh, I can do that. You make another shift, I can do that. And then all of it adds together. Okay, so you make little alternatives. So going, going back to fueling your spirit. Fueling your spirit is about understanding that God got ideas to give you. In fact, he's been, he's been telling you, but you just couldn't hear them. God got ideas to give you one God got healing to do within you too but he needs you to do the healing rather than the coping y'all hear me like he needs you to do healing rather than coping and he can't get your attention while you're coping so you have to fast retreat from coping in order to step into the healing so somebody says oh I have to retract from this from the coping just because guess what during this season i lately i've been like man i've been i want to get a little bit more wine here right? i'm like i want to do this i'm like you see i know why you're like this here this is the season where you're trying to run away and you got god is asking you to stay in your power because hey you need to be here like god told you december january november be here to, for the people and inspire them you need your ultimate power and conviction right so emotionally you need to be stable Right, I need you to keep that that same fast energy going like you fasted the last two, three. I need you to keep it going because I'm doing something for you right now. I need you to hit January with such, let's go. Clarity, I know where I'm going. Clarity, energy, vitality, right? That's how you step into pr 
prosperity, clarity, energy, and vitality. Your health needs to be right. Your emotions are important. You, you are in integrity. So God is like, don't step out of integrity right now because I need you to bring the energy of integrity to 2023. Don't step out of energy, energetic, doing what builds your energy right now because I need you to step into 23 with energy. God is saying, don't don't step outside of what keeps you in vitality right now because I need you to step out in 2023 with vitality. So God is like, in order for you to do that, you need to heal and not cope. And I'm the master healer. God, I'm the master healer. So don't go to anybody else. Don't don't come to me. Go to God. Come to me so you learn how to detox. So that way you can be closer to God. You come to me, I'll help you detox now. Then God's going to help you with the healing. Right? So these this opens up doors so that the creator can do what he does through you. This is and one of the major ways to let healing happens is God's going to reveal certain stuff that a psychology degree can't reveal to you. Not that it hasn't, because we have an understanding standing underneath ideas, principles, knowledge, research. That's an understanding. But an understanding comes from when the Holy Spirit covers you and comes inside of you and reveals things you didn't even know was happening. So a lot of times we have understanding of things. We understand the pseudo love styles, I call them. Whether you're a pleaser, whether you're a facilitator, whether you avoider, you avoid stuff, you please people to, you do these things to survive as a kid. And you may be seeing these, oh man, I'm doing these things to survive as an adult and I don't feel like I should be doing those things so I feel deprived, I feel depleted and God's going to reveal a lot of those things for you. Maybe it's abandonment. Maybe you like, man, I need to be better with my family, with my parents, and it's rooted from childhood. And you see those things coming up, and God is like, I need you to have the clarity, not cope and heal. I just need you to be there. If you're going to change the rhetoric, healing does not mean you sit in, it, you sit in the corner by your lone self, and you, you are in, you, it, it can be it. It can be part of it. It can be an aspect of it, but it's not all it is. So healing is not isolation. Healing is able to show up without the feelings of the trauma you experience. What I mean by that? Healing does not mean you stay away from your family. You stay away from everything that caused you hurt because that's that means you're healed. Healing means you're able to be in the presence of because guess what? You are healing. You're able to be in the presence of with a different viewpoint, with a different mentality, with a different mindset, with a different compassion, empathy. That's healing. Healing is my inner child hurts for being here right now, but my adult, my power, in my power place, I'm able to see and be there in spite of. I'm really able to see this person. And sometimes God is going to reveal stuff to you that you're going to feel uncomfortable having to go around. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but that's part of it. So that's just an example of what can happen when you're feeling your spirit, when you're not eating. What else can happen for you? You may, you may always feel like, yo, I need to do something. I need to do something with my life. I'm missing something here. I know I have a gift and a talent, but you got some fear inside of you. Sometimes God got to come in and wash your fear. You know, a lot of times we really do focus on so much self-help that we don't ask God's help. And we've gotten ourselves into self-help. Helping ourselves with the same self that inflicted the pain that we didn't ask for God's help. So God is trying to help you, but he can't help you because you're so dependent on help itself. Help, Self-help. And you're taking everybody else's advice, but you're not taking your very own soul's advice. You're not taking God's advice and God's direction. So you're on self-help, but you're not on God's help because you're not obedient to what God is telling you. And once you're not asking him to lead you daily... You're not staying steadfast. You're not getting constant contact with the creator. So now that's why you're not in alignment with doing what you need to do because you're not in one with what God has in store for you because you're so focused on self-help and not on God's help. And today I want to remind you that God help is the best help you can get. Right? You want to let go of a habit? Ask God for help. You want, you want to transmit, change your finances? Ask God for help. You, you want to be a, you want to actually get into your profession and help people with your gift ask God for help you want to change up your temperament so you can stop being angry and anxious and worried ask God for help
ask God for help. Y'all hear me? I was in a place where I was so enthused about personal development. So I got in a place of secret. I became a teacher because I was the most secret. And I'm never going to stop being a seeker. I'm still a seeker. But I became a teacher out of being a seeker. And a teacher's forever is a secret. So I sought so much that I ran away from the father's home. Being a seeker means you look at so many different things and trains of thought that you sometimes get out of alignment with the spirit. And trains of thought is great to enlighten you what's available. But there's something about God that's going to tell you what's available that a book won't tell you. So I would read all of these books. They gave me information, but they wasn't formulating in me what I needed as much as what God is able to do through me. So there's one thing that information will do. It will keep you informed. But there's something that inspiration will do. It will keep you in spirit. And God is the master inspiration person, is the master inspiration because the spirit of God is in man and the spirit of God is everywhere. So guess what? To be in spirit inspired, you've got to go to God and not men solely. Right. And then so we are used as vessels. I discovered that when I tried to retain knowledge, knowledge ran away from me. When I tried to retain wisdom, wisdom ran away from me. Well, what I discovered is when I became vulnerable and let go of my need to retain knowledge, knowledge came out of me. When I let go of my need to be wise, I realized that wisdom was actually is God's word coming through man, educating him to repent from his ways and come closer to God. That's what wisdom is. Wisdom is not perfection. And oh, my God, I know everything to do with my life. I'm going to tell you what to do and everybody what to do. I give the best advice. Wisdom is God saying this is the way. And one of the major ways, the way, the way, God is like, this is the way. That's wisdom. And then God is aligned to see is your way aligning with my way. So now you're wise when you take action to apply what you've learned. And now your way matches God's way. Now you're taking the path. You're, on, you're in the way. This is alignment. When you're in alignment, you are much more to be prosperous than out of alignment. When we're out of alignment, God is like, this is the way. But you're like, man, I want to go that way. I want to go this way. And that's why we keep taking back. We, we take all these other routes. And God is like, man, you could have been over here, but you never took that. So, like, why, what's the point of all of this? Even when you take the wrong way, you're going to get a lesson from it. It's an extraction of lesson. I keep going the wrong way so much, so now only the right way makes sense. I want y'all to hear that. I could only, look, the only reason why I'm choosing to go the right way, and I'm still being tempted to go that way, and by the right way, I mean the way that's going to allow me to manifest the kingdom of God on heaven. The way that's going to allow me to be happy, healthy, in a righteous way that's that's able to just serve my gift and be a spirit, not just a body, right? So let me give you an example. I, I think about like, I think about this. I'm like, man, oneness with God means sexual discipline. And sometimes I'll be like, man, I should just be a V&Egg again. <laughs> I was never a V&Egg. That's a, that's a Miami term for the Zos. But they, uh, in English... They call it F-boys. Right? I'm like, man, I'm not going to do that. I was like, I should be a player over here and do this. But my spirit says, that's not going to serve you with all that you know. You don't even want to do that. Right? But I'm like, damn, look at all of that. Body, yada, yada. My spirit says, choose the high route. What's the reason? I love, I love sex like everybody. But in my spirit is like, let's have, let's. Let's have sexual transmutation with a partner that I'm going to give you that you're going to build something with. That's better than being a V&Egg or an F-boy, right? Let's be in alignment with God, and I'm going to give you both sex, and I'm going to give you intimacy, right? So intimacy, that's what, I, that's what I'm, now I'm, I'm at intimacy. So guess what I'm doing? I'm shifting from the desires of my flesh to the calling of my spirit. It's not because I'm trying to be righteous, but it's because I recognize what God put in me. And what makes me happier is serving God. Serving you is serving God. 
Somebody says, what do you mean by that? I'm serving you right now. You may not see it as that. You might just think I'm just on TikTok, but I'm serving you. This is my gift, and I'm unique and different. I'm me. I'm Ed the Holistic Motivator, baby, so I'm serving you. And at the same time, I'm serving God. I want to serve you to serve God because that also serves me. When I use my gift and I bless you, you also bless me. You help me sustain my life. You buy something for my shop. You show up to my class. You share my video. You watch my content. All of that then supports me because that's a brand. That's a business. Now my business grows. I'm able to feed my family. I'm able to live a life where I do what I love. So when I serve the people, I serve God. When I serve the people and I serve God, I serve myself. So I'm in service. Everything is served. When I am led by the body and not led by the spirit, I'm not able to be in service to you as much as I'm in service to you right now. In fact, I may not even show up because I probably got too drunk. You get what I'm saying? So literally, drinking for me is not a matter of drinking good or bad. It's a matter of, is it going to allow me to have enough mental clarity to show up as myself? Because if I have a hangover every day, I can't be here doing this like this. How am I going to do it? I'm just I'm like, oh yeah, what I was what was I saying again? Right? I even realized that when I get high, I'm not as productive, right? Is high bad for me? Not really, but I realized it takes too much of my like sad guru says mental faculties that I can be using to serve you here better. So the only reason why I'm letting these things go is not cuz I don't like them. I like them. It's because I love me more. I love you more. I love God more. I love my gift more. I love my business more. I love prosperity more. I love elevation of what I got going on more than I like the vice, than I like the food, than I like the the weed, than I like the alcohol, than I like the, 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 the beer, than I like the prestige. I like the prestige, but I, I like my health a little bit more than the prestige, than my liver. I like my liver more than the prestige. Okay? So somebody says, do you smoke? Do you drink? Right now, I'm at a point where I, I'll, I'll drink wine. We go out for marriage celebration, I'll drink. But if it's Monday, Tuesday, I'm not going to drink. Oh, it's just the middle of the day. Let me relax. Let me get a drink. Nah, I'm good. Okay? And I've only learned that I'm good because when I do it, I realize that I'm not really good. I only realize I'm good off of that. Because I realized that when I'm on it, I'm not as great as off of it. I realized the high is off of life more than those things. So those things keep calling me back. It keeps calling me back, me back. Who said that? Calling me back is calling me back. But every time I go back, I'm like, nah, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And every time I realize that ain't it, I got to leave that thing alone so I can grow. So this year... If I'm going to reflect and be honest, and um, by the way, all of this podcast episodes, if you're listening, is on my YouTube, and just go The Holistic Motivator on YouTube. Or you go to my website, theholisticmotivator.com, click the YouTube logo, and you, you're going to get in there. So, I realized that, oh, okay, this year taught me what I really want. This year taught me what my body wants and what I really want. By going back and forth, back and forth. This is really what happened to me. I'm going to be uh, transparent. I wish I can tell you. This is a story I wanted to tell. And I wish I was I was able to tell this story. But I realized, I guess it's not as relatable as this one is. Somebody says, I can relate. I guess that's why God had me. That's why I did what I did to myself. And this is why the cycle happened. But I'm learning something from it. I would go out fast. I would let go of weed for like a month. I would stop drinking for a month. I start watching pornography for a month. Those were, those are my, I'm sure any guy can relate as three, these three vices being three major vices. And, and then something would happen. I would get back into it. Something would trigger a relapse. And it, I realized, damn, it's like a all or nothing mentality that doesn't serve. Boom. And I start smoking. I start drinking. I start masturbating. Now, I don't like to say this stuff, but we got to help people, right? Like I said, I'm here to serve you, not my ego. We say that three times. I'm here to serve you and not my ego. Oh, I'm here to serve you, not my ego. So I'm going to be a little bit transparent. 
So then I keep going back and forth. And God is like, every time you go back, you realize you you could have been going forth. Look, the ladder shall be greater than the former, but stop climbing the ladder, going back. Ladder means you go forth. March on. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see. When I go back to it, I suffer now. One was, I'm sleeping through back. When I'm back at it, sleeping. It's called I'm sleepwalking. It's like, I don't notice the suffering because there's too much coping happening. But I could be doing healing. But I don't notice the suffering because I'm subconsciously enjoying the coping in the sleep state. So I'm just smoking and drinking and doing that. And it's like, oh, just another day. Just another regular day. Just another regular day. Up until it starts to affect my life, which it does. And you start to realize, oh, yeah, this is messing up your energy. Oh, yeah, this is messing your body's Oh, yeah, this is messing your bank account. Oh, yeah, this is messing up your life force energy. Oh, yeah, this is me this is mess messing messing up all of these things. And all the it's like, oh, yeah, this is messing up that. Right? I, one time I had to ask myself a question. I was like, if you are so powerful and you're so... You're, you're at a nice point of elevation mentally, right? I was going to say, you're enlightened, but I don't I don't want to boost my ego like that. If you say, you, you, you know stuff. You understand. You have an understanding. One time I had to ask myself, like, why, why do I always go for the girl who, who no offense, right? I was like, man, why, why do I always go for the girl who's not in their healing per se, but is still in back in their trauma when I'm in my healing? I was like, oh, because I'm still dating like I dated when I was 16. Right? And then it's like, oh, okay. Why am I not going for the girl that actually inspires me rather than just the girl that, that you know, like, that I want to tap that, tap that ass. <laughs> I'm like, okay, why do I keep doing that? I was like, oh, habits. I was like, oh, you don't, you're not recognizing, you recognize who you are, but you're not recognizing who you are because you're not setting right standards for your life. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I went through a period of celibacy and then I went back to that. I was like, wait a minute, I grew too much to go back to that. So I'm subconsciously picking my, my dates, not by what I want, but by what I just got. And then it goes back. I was like, oh, as a kid. Your self-confidence was not that great. So you didn't really go for the girls you really wanted. You just went for the girls you, you just could get. Or the girls you thought you could get. But the fact, when I graduated, I realized the girls I wanted, wanted me. <laughs> and I was like, you messed up. Right? And it hit me one time when I was like, when I was doing this thing. I was an athlete. I ran up the stage and did this thing. And I was talking to this girl. I had the biggest crush on her for the longest. All high school, I had a crush on this girl. I just thought she didn't want me. I thought I was like a nerd or something. But I was an athlete nerd. But she did like me. She actually thought I was cool. I was like, oh, snap. You actually like me being smart. I was like, I didn't know that. And I, I realized I missed out. She was she was a fine. She's still fine, man. She's from the West Indies. But now, I don't know how, how fine her spirit or her soul was. But she was fine as hell. Right? <laughs> What was the story I'm trying to say? I settled because I was used to settling. When you feel your spirit, God's going to tell you, man, this is who you are. This is what you need. This is what I got for you. Stop going for that because once you got that, you're taking the space up of what you can be having. Right? So I should have never dated the girl I went, I went to work with, my work bae. She was a freak. I probably should have went for the girl I wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never know what would have happened, right? Then I would have stopped building those trauma bonds, right? And then being less led by the spirit, less by the body. So in this state of my life, I'm realizing there's just something that you want versus what you actually need, right? And if you lead, your, if you led by your wants, your body's going to lead you. Pretty much, if I'm going to put it in layman's terms... Um, and I try not to curse whenever I mention God. <laughs> not that I want to. I, I'd like to drop a couple F-bombs on you. Um, but my spirit just don't let me. Uh, <laughs> I want to say that. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Calm your ass. Calm down, bro. Calm down. 
All right, so here's what I'm going to say. Um, we're going to put it in lamer terms. If you're led by the body, you're led by the D, right? You're led by the box or you're led by the D, so you're led by the body. So you make D and, and box decisions. You stay in the box and you, you create a defense around offense, which you can be getting. So now you're no longer getting what God has in store for you. You're just getting what's, what's in close proximity because you're led by the D. Right, you go to the club, you're led by the D. You go to the club, you're led by the box. Right now, once you're led by the spirit, you're gonna go to the conference. The spirit is gonna be like, you ought to go to that conference. You know, y'all looking for club bay. God got you conference bay. You looking for um Facebook bay, but God got you mastermind bay. Your, your boyfriend or girlfriend might be in the next thing that you go to grow. It might be in your church bay, right? God got your church bay, but you're so busy looking at the other person's bay. You're like, I want that. No, that's not your man's. That's that's her man's. Leave her man's alone. That's not your girl. That's your, your, your boy's girl. Leave your boy's girl alone. So God is like, I got you something, but you're not going to the place that I got you that thing. So sometimes we need to retreat so God can allow us to see what he really got for us in this season. Right? There are some of you who's a single, a season of singleness and you're like, man, God bless me with somebody. God is like, man, if you don't sit your ass down, if I give you the reflection of who you are right now, you're not going to like the person. So God is like, I need, I need to reflect into your life who I am right now so you can become... Who you really are, so now you could attract who you really are, as opposed to who you've been being to cope. So God is like, once you heal, you're gonna attract that healing person. Now, I'm not healed. Healing. Healing means I understand that we got our. Sh I understand we got it, but we're gonna work through that together. We're gonna work through that sugar, honey, iced tea together. That's what healing is. Healing is I'm vulnerable enough to say, I know you got yours, I got mine, but we're about to, we're about to do. Healing means I understand you got your communication style. Sometimes I, I, but when I realize that I'm hitting this, I'm going to try to like, I'm going to match it up. Healing means I understand I may be overly masculine, you, you, you overly this and that. So what, I, what we're going to do is we're going to try to work that. We're going to try to yoke our masculinity and femininity. Healing means I understand I have certain mindsets about how much money you should be giving me. Um, but I'm going to be, I'm going to see you as a human being and not really demand what society demands from you because I know that I, I should be the one to see you. If nobody sees you, your girl should see you. If nobody sees you, your boyfriend should see you and they should see that you're a human. So what I'm saying is healing is acting. Healing is not reacting, but responding. Healing is adjustment. Healing is not just coping. Healing is tough conversations this is all all of this is enhanced when you are connected to christ all of this is enhanced when you're connected to the creator all of this is enhanced when what miles monroe says you clear the pipes for god to work inside of you then you develop an understanding of what's really happening god comes and washes your hearts washes your desires and then he creates a, a want, a wanting for his spirit, a wanting for his kingdom, a wanting to add value to people's life. I got that wanting. I got the fire of desire to do that. Just as much as my body has a wanting to go back to that. So now what I realize is I need to be strong enough to not make the decision. What I need most is not the eradication of of vices. What I need most is not the eradication of temptation. What I need most is the is 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 to have the strength and fortitude when that shows up to say I'm straight. I'm good off of that. When I get a text message, I'm straight. I'm good off of that. Right? That's the fortitude decision. Sometimes it is just decision that just gets you back in the cycle. Once you fast and you get out of the cycle, you need to say, I'm making a decision that I'm going to be very conscious of the decisions that I make. And I'm not just going to be led by the body. I'm going to be led by the spirit. Let's say this. Comment this in the chat. Led by the spirit, less by the body. 
led by the spirit, less by the body. That's what's going to fuel your spirit. Led by the spirit, less by the body. Make it very important to you. Make it very important to you that you're going to be led by the spirit, less by the body. The word says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things shall be added unto you. You hear that? Seek first the kingdom of God. Then all of these things will be added unto you. First, recognize of your royalty status. That's how you seek for the kingdom. You think a peasant is going to go seek for a kingdom, but a child of the Most High is going to go for it. Gonna be like, I'm the child of God. Of course, I, I'm going to seek for that kingdom, baby. Of course, I got the power and fortitude to show up here and be in my power, baby. Of course, I, I can speak demons out. Of course, I can. I don't need to be scared of what's coming after me because God is with me. Of course, you seek the kingdom when you have faith that you are a child of God, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. God was talking about, God already showed you the relationship, the family relationship. He's like, man, I love you so much. I'm going to give my, up my son for you so you can too become my son and have that status. But here's the thing. I just want you to bring the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Right. But the way that we're going to do that is I need you to kind of create heaven within you. There's a lot of new age sayings that says heaven is inside. I, I agree with that statement. Once you make your inside heaven, when you when you have the in heaven inside, you're no longer dying to go to heaven. You're living to be in one. And by that mentality in its own, you're surely going to go to heaven and rejoice with the creator. You're surely going to go back to the ether and be in one with God. Because you're already experiencing heaven on earth. It's almost like, man, somebody says, man, I can't wait to get to heaven. And be like, man, I'm living it up right here because I'm bringing the kingdom on earth. I feel heavenly when I'm in my gift. How many of y'all know this is the happiest part of my life? Right. This is the most fulfilling part of my life. And I don't get paid for it. Y'all ain't paying me for this. Y'all getting it for free. Right? I get paid for it when I charge for it. But guess what? The most empowering parts of your life is when you're bringing the kingdom of. And where's that kingdom? Inside of you, baby. <laughs> kingdom of God is in you. Oh, snap. So you mean, oh, what? You bringing on what's in you. So you make your temple clear to bring on the kingdom. That's what we're kingdom builders, kingdom bringers. We bring on the kingdom. When we reveal that God that's inside of our body, baby. And guess what? How God is more, more efficiently working when you are, when your inside is efficiently working. How does that look like? Somebody eats a butterfly chicken and, and bread and, and toxins and you go to church on Sunday. You may pray and not get the answer. Not because God didn't give you the answer because you didn't hear it. Right? So somebody says, like, yo, let's go to prayer night, but then you just ate a bunch of food, go to prayer night, right? So here's what I'm saying. I'm not here to judge what you eat. I'm just letting you know that you can have a closer relationship with God, and in this season, there's a calling for healing, and this season, there's a calling for you to change the script. Changing the script means you, you show up and rewrite the lines, and you're going to need fortification to do that. You're going to need to fortify yourself to do that. Show up and change up the script. You're like, man, every time around the holiday season, this happened, this happened. Just be, show up and be a little bit pleasant. Show up and recognize what's going on. And like literally be there however way you can. Show up and do it a little different. Sometimes it's you in the corner thinking of someone who's no longer there. In that own season, honor them with your life. Show up a little bit different. Healing is an action that occurs when you have the clarity to let God reveal the kingdom. And the word is what's going to do a lot for you as well. The word. The word. I just look. You see somebody just, just said it right there. That is why it's important to read the Bible for yourself. And not just take the word from someone. Because when you go to the word. Then the word will automatically bring into your spirit. What you need to do. That instructions. Directions. Revelations. The revelations are revealed. Right. They literally it sparks something that you sort of know is true. And you're like, mm, I can I feel that right there. I read that. I feel that right there. That's that's the word. You read the word. 
That's the power. There's a power in the word. I've been in in in, in um there's power in the word, meaning the word. And the word of God is not let's say just the Bible. The word of God comes through people all the time. It comes to your own mind. But the word when we refer to, we're talking about God's own essence. Because God says in the beginning there was the word and the word was God. So that means God is the word. And the word was with God. And the word was with God. We're with God, so we should be the word. So when we read the word, we should match our lives with the word, so we become the word. And our words should represent the word. I was sleeping, and I felt like I was falling. I, and I just said, the death, Jesus, take something with Jesus, with the name of Jesus in it. And I just, boom, I said, Jesus in the middle. I just, I'm like, demon defeated. So there's power in the word, there's the power in God, there's the power in you, there's the power in your words. Because the power of life and death is in your tongue. So if you feel like you've been falling, you might need to speak some powerful words. That's why I, I do a lot of affirmations. Okay? Boom! Affirm some positive, speak life into your life. Okay? All of these principles, all of this that I'm sharing with you is for what? It's for me to remind you to feel your spirit. And I'm doing a juice feast with the tribe right now. And we're going to week two. Today's day seven. It's day seven. I'm juicing. I'm drinking my tea. I'm about to drink my juice after this. And next week, I'm just going to have teas, juices, and herbs. Teas, juices, and herbs. And sh you're welcome, Jerry. Life inspired Najeri. Try to not butcher people's name. Shout out to you, life inspired Jerry. Jerry. Shout out to you, Donna Johnson773. By the way, this is gonna be forever um, on my podcast. So you're getting a forever shout out. Shout out to Jungle the Bright Light. Shout out to Jason Swirl too. Shout out to Greenies Dontile 2020. Shout out to TP Chick06. Shout out to Sandra D O G baby. And shout out to Dragonfly6736. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. So I just shouted y'all out. Okay. Okay. This is written forever in the history books. Shout out to everybody for tapping in. I'm going into week two of fueling your spirit. And guess what we're about to do? Fast. No juice. No water. I mean, no nothing else but vegetable juice, waters, and teas with no sugar. And guess what's going to happen in this week? It's going to be a power week. My podcast is going to be better. My motivation is going to be better. Everything is going to be better because I'm going to be more connected to God. And I'm going to let God, I'm going to tell God, I'm going to ask God, Lord, what you want me to do? And he's he going to tell me, like, this is the next stage. He's, I kind of, he's already been communicating, constant contact. But now I'm like, okay, this is like the next shift here. And then we're going we're gonna to get on that. We're going to make that thing happen, baby. So shout out to everybody. It's too late to do. You can say it's too late, but I wouldn't recommend it. It is too late to do this current fall juice feast. But next month, January to the 1st to the 21st, get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to do the, the winter immunity boost. It's called winter immunity boost. It's a winter immunity boost fast. The herbs are going to change up. It's all about boosting your immunity. So we're going to take stuff to boost your immune system. We're going to take stuff to clear out mucus. We're going to take stuff to prepare you for the cold. And then at the same time, we're going to juice. And we're going to do soups, baby. Y'all get ready for the soups, soup spices. All of that is going to be in January 1st to the 21st. The first week is going to be a free class. So I'm going to do something a little special for y'all. From the 1st to the 7th, we're not in it yet. 1st to the 7th is what we're going to do. 1st to the 7th, we're going to do some education on alternatives for the stuff you may be eating that's no longer serving you right now. So here's what's going to happen. So the first week, we're really going to talk about alternatives for bread, alternatives for butter, alternatives for flour. Like We're going to talk about certain ways we could shift the way that we eat, shift our relationship with food. And that's going to be a seven-day process, which we're going to have for seven days straight, Monday through whatever. Whenever that first to the seventh is, we're going to have a class every day to get access to that challenge for free. And for those of you who say, 
I'm already down for this. I want to do the full 21 days. We're going to do seven days then of letting go. Okay. And then we're going to do another seven days of juice feasting and fasting, which you do four or seven days. Yep. Teflour. That is exactly it. That's it. And then we're going to do the next seven days of breaking your fast. Okay. In fact, let me not lie to you. Seven days of preparation, seven days of letting go, four days of juice feasting, three days of breaking the fast. Seven days of preparation, seven days of letting go, four days of juice feasting, three days of breaking the fast. And then after the 21 days, you could opt in to say, I want some recipes and stuff to eat healthier. Now, I'm not a big food guy, right? I eat very simple, but I'm going to try my best to do better and sharing the knowledge with y'all okay so tap into that and the website for that is going to be holisticlifestyletribe.com or winter immunity boost i'm gonna let y'all know how to sign up for free for the first week and then upgrade to for the rest of that so those of you interested just stay around in the community a couple ways to stay in the community this is the announcement part of what i got going on so tap in with the announcements um the community is by texting holistic to 561-510-9605. Text holistic to 561-510-9605. I'm going to add you to the text messaging tribe and you're going to get some empowering text messages that's going to help you. Um, in fact, my bad. Text Ed Talks. This is a podcast. So text Ed Talks to 561 510 9605 and you're going to get access to the holistic text messaging tribe and there you're going to be able to just stay in one with what i got going on and guess what you're going to get some inspirational messages you're going to be the first to know when i got anything going on so appreciate jen the cmos lady i need i look jen the cmos lady hit me up i need to know if you got that legit cmos um, we gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to let people know to hit you up because in, um, yeah, so I tell him, recommend you text me so I get you down because in December, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put CMOS in that. We're going to put CMOS in my bed. In January, we're going to put some CMOS in our winter immunity booths. Okay, so part smoothies and CMOS thing, we're going to do that. So shout out to Jen, the CMOS lady on TikTok. Y'all go check her out. We're going to do, if you need to get some CMOS. By the way, that's another thing. Joining the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe gets you in proximity to the people who care about what you got going on, who want to buy what you got. So getting in the community is going to allow other people to support what you got going on. So this is what the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe is all about. So those of you who want to tap in, go to holisticlifestyletribe.com. Okay. Shout out to everybody tapping in. This is a podcast. Go to edtalksdaily.com if you want to listen to the episodes. I have over 400 episodes on any subject. You can listen to it on the go or watch a video. Go to edtalksdaily.com. Um, make sure you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts to subscribe to the audio version. Even Audible. I'm on Audible too. Audible Podcast, Ed Talks Daily, Holistic Lifestyle and Motivation. Go there and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to watch the videos instead, go to my YouTube channel, The Holistic Motivator, and you'll be able to watch that so that's pretty much all of the announcement went to immunity boost coming soon from first to the 21st check out the podcast it's going to be one of the best podcasts in the world baby ed talks daily holistic lifestyle and motivation so i'm pretty much done it's 11 11 i want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to transform your life to transform your life fuel your spirit get in connection with god because god got you look let's let go of self-help let's ask god for help and we're gonna stay set fast we're gonna juice feast and guess what the more we clear our temple the more we're gonna hear the voice of god god already been talking to you but you just can't hear it so we're gonna get rid of the toxins once you get rid of the toxins, God's going to elevate you. He's going to communicate to you what you need to do. And you're going to have the strength and fortitude to be led by the spirit, less by the body. Comment that. Led by the spirit, less by the body. Right? You're going to show your body who's the boss. You're going to tell your body, man, you ain't in charge of 
I'm the boss of me. My spirit leads me. Not my habits. My spirit leads me. Not my carnal needs. My spirit leads me, baby. It's a power and conviction that you need to you need to say, I got I got control. I'm the captain now. Y'all see that movie? I'm the captain now, baby. So once you make that decision that you're the cop, you're the captain, and you say, I'm a even though I'm the captain, I'ma let God direct and steer my ship. Even though I'm the captain, I know that God got me against any iceberg of my subconscious limitations. This ain't Titanic, baby. I don't need Jack to save me. God's going to save me. You hear me? I don't need Rose to let me die. God's going to tell me that there's more life in me. So I want you to understand, if you want to keep going towards your destination, which is elevation, you got to get on the boat with God. And I remember a story in the word where, God, where somebody was like, man, was it Peter? It was like, man, God, are you sleeping? Are you going? I don't know. We're going to die. We're going to drown. And God said, like, oh, ye of little faith. If God is on board with you, you cannot drown. It may be look like God is sleeping, but God ain't sleeping. He's just closing his eyes to see what you're going to do if you got the faith. So you have to have faith. Faith says, you know what? The boat is rocky right now. You know what? I don't really know if God is with me right now. But I know that God is always with me. And once you understand that, the world will forever appreciate that you delivered the gift that God gave you. And if you don't get in that state of fueling your spirit daily, then the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things you have to offer. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. It's the holistic motivator. And I want to let y'all know to have a blessed day today. Peace. Stay blessed. I'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.